It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas of Care Network. I am Joyce Banning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would like to thank each one of our listeners who have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am just so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for an absolutely very special show today, as I have with me a returning diva, Gia Raquel. And her and I are going to chat about after the fall. Oh, my goodness. Are you guys in for an incredible show today? Gia, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Joyce, hi. So great to be back. And so much for having me. Um, my name is Gia Raquel, and I'm owner of Airs Above Yoga, LLC. I have been a horseback rider on and off since my very wee childhood, um, and I am very much inspired by and dedicated to um, how, how many ways we're able to heal, how amazing animals and horses specifically can be uh, can be for our healing. And in addition to that, as I mentioned, I'm a yoga instructor. So also how yoga can heal and how to incorporate all of those things together for your highest and best good. Oh, oh how incredible. Yes, for your highest. I love it. I love it. I love how you're a yoga instructor and everything you're doing. Oh, wow. You're you're working to make the world a better place by helping others and how beautiful that is. Well, as we chat about today, after the fall, that's probably caught a lot of listeners' attention thinking, what is, what is this about? What, what do they mean after the fall? How would you like to start to share with the listeners about the show today on After the Fall? So I think, well, not well. I will say somewhat an on-the-nose metaphor. Um, <laughs> again, it, this entire piece that I wrote is is about setbacks. It's about what happens when the dreams that you thought were what you wanted don't come together or don't come into fruition quite the way you expect them to. And I believe that most people at some point in their lives can understand that, have experienced that, um, and how you can find appreciation in what you still have and gratitude for what you have in whatever way it manifests itself um, so that you don't get stuck in the disappointment. Um, For me, this particular article was literal in that I, I actually fell, um, multiple times, three times to be exact, over the course of two years off of my horse, Axel, um, because he had an undiagnosed um, neck injury that 
ironically enough, gave me a very similar neck injury after coming off with him multiple times. So it was this particular piece was about the kind of quote-unquote end result that occurred from the last fall that I took from him. Um, and that particular fall was what led us to the diagnosis that he was um, unfortunately neurological due to an injury of compression in the spinal cord. Oh, wow. Oh, goodness. And I, I so appreciate how you started it, not to get stuck in the disappointment. And reading through the what you wrote about Axel after the fall, and it's how we look at our losses determines what happens next. And I thought, oh, how fitting that is, true it is, and how when we just focus on the negative that happened, we stay in that negative and don't even see the positives that can come out of it. So, oh, yes, I like how you started that. Well, how... You said he had a injury, and what is so ironic to me is now you have a similar injury, and I feel that so much because just, for instance, in my horse, she has had ligament trouble. I have ligament trouble. Hers is in her knee. Mine is in my finger. I'm like, okay, (laughs) we're so connected that it just seems like things like that kind of the universe has it kind of coming together. So, and I, I feel in mine, I can feel the pain she feels because I feel the pain from that ligament that I deal with. So I know what kind of pain she's dealt with. And I'm sure, is that something that you can kind of relate to too with Axel having some of the similar pain that he does? Um, even more so now than then. Um, so, <laughs> yes, and I think... Luckily for Axel and, and, you know, bless his heart, um, I believe his is more of a proprioception, although there's no way to know. Um, so in essence, anytime you would put him in a frame or try to collect him and bend his neck, he, I believe that would cause that little extra either pinch, twinge, or loss of, of communication between the limb. Um, and he would panic, um, and that's how I, you know, blew off. Um, I'm actually, ironically enough, currently going through a neck traction um, protocol because recently, more recently, I have had a very um, debilitating issue with my left left arm and shoulder coming from the same neck injury. So I do believe that the connection between horses and their humans, as I will, I will call us, um, mm-hmm. is is un- inexplicable. It is just, it is beyond comprehension. I think, unless you're speaking on an energetic level, um, mm-hmm. I had a pony when I was younger who got Lyme's disease, and then I got Lyme's disease, and I actually wound up in a wheelchair for two weeks. Um, and we shared, again, the same injuries, and I just have never been able to shake that whatever your horse is going through, it is a mirror. Your horse is a mirror to Mm -hmm. you, and I don't believe that Mm -hmm. I am the first to coin that, but I do believe that it is true. 
Um, our energies yeah. mirror each other. Our trajectories mirror each other. Um, and I believe that for whomever and for whatever it is, they are guiding us through that to navigate whatever it is that we're going through. Mm-hmm. Oh, I so agree with you. Oh, yes. There are the universe knows and our energies just kind of flow through one another when you're connected to your horses like this. And they do mirror you. I know I've heard that so many times that horses mirror you and oh my goodness, do they ever. It is just it's incredible. I mean, I have one that if you're kind of tensed up, horses know before you ever get there. But he's a little more on the tense and side because he came from a background where he had some pretty rough handlers. So he his trust issue has taken a long time to build. But if you come with tenseness and loudness or something, he gets the same way. He's He's nervous too. And I'm like, they totally mirror you. If you come to him calmly and and with love from the heart, he's just a big teddy bear. So they totally mirror you in what you're doing and how what's happening in your life. I I totally feel that too. Well, in the story with Axel, had had you had him? Had you and him been partners? for quite some time before you found the final diagnosis of what was going on with him? So we had been together for about two and a half to three years at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, he was my first, I'll say, in, in, that I indulged myself in, in purchasing him as an adult. Um, he was the first horse that I, and I never like to say owned, um, he was the first horse that chose me uh, after I began riding again, um, mm-hmm. and I the moment the moment I saw him, I was flabbergasted. And the moment I threw my leg over him onto the saddle, I we were done looking. He was it. Mm-hmm. It was over. Mm-hmm. Mine. I my heart and my entire body and my soul. That was he is my heart horse. Um, and I will never separate from him ever. <laughs> oh. So it's been about three years at that point. Um, I even had moved from New Jersey to L.A., and I brought mm-hmm. him with me. Um, probably oh, much to his friends, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, how beautiful. And I love how you said you knew that very moment that he was your hard horse and he knew that you were his heart human is how I feel too because I've always heard horses find the human that they need to be with or they need that companionship, that partnership with. So I I can just feel that it was a mutual feeling when you saw him and he saw you. You knew immediately that you were both each other's companions for life. And oh, that is that is just beautiful, and that you saw that, and that you shared that, and acknowledged it. To me, it's listening to that intuition inside of you that's saying, "This is it. No matter what, this horse is it." Oh, that is awesome. I love that. <laughs> he is my angel. What? For better or worse, we are we are stuck with each other. Oh, oh, that's fantastic, though. That is great. 
Well, did you do, I've seen in some of your pictures, you did some uh, jumping with him. Was this, you bought him? Did you, no, I hate to say bought him. You became companions and partners. It Was this what yeah. you did when you were uh, riding him? Yes. Uh, so he was a, he was a jumper. Um, uh-huh. And I'm definitely more of a hunter as a, an amateur at the time in my mid-30s. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't need the uh, the speed and the haste that came with the jumper ring. Um, <laughs> and he was, he's very handsome. He was very happy to slow down and, and just kind of canter around very, very gracefully, and look at me, I'm very handsome, and he, he excelled at that, I will say. Um, oh, wow. A show horse through and through. So we only, unfortunately, ever got to experience one horse show together, um, and we came in reserve champion, which was lovely. And <laughs> he, he was more, as we've discuss more of a companion so we definitely practiced mm-hmm. quite a bit um but he was a horse that it was a little above my pay grade he was he was very very big very very strong uh almost 17 hands um and he was a lot he was a lot of horse as as we tend to say but he was also the kindest horse he never mm-hmm. Um, he, even when I fell, there was always a reason. Each fall that we had, except for the last one, which was because of the progression of the injury, except for that last one, there was a reason. Something had happened. He never tried to, quote, unquote, dump you off. He never did anything um, to harm you as the rider. He was not that kind of horse. He never tried to mm-hmm. get rid of you. Um, he always tried to take care of you. He saved me countless times. Um, mm. He was one of the ones that you just, maybe you had to rein him in, quote, unquote, a little bit, but he took good care of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You. It sounds to me like you two had a trust between the two of you, that he knew to take care of you and you took care of him, and it was just a mutual understanding that the two of you had and a trust between each other and oh my goodness is that ever beautiful that's that's just it's it's a heartwarming experience when you share that with a horse because they are they are incredible because they are so powerful and like you said him being 17 hands he is a tall horse there's a lot of power in that horse and how he took care of you oh that is beautiful well when when you fell the last time, which this refers to after that final fall, did you immediately think, okay, something has to be wrong that we did, that this happened to me and that he reacted the way he did? What was your first response, I guess, is what I'm thinking for the way you two knew each other? Uh, My first response was you know, wiggle everything and then jump up and run to the nearest jump standard because he was galloping around the ring, uh, rain mm-hmm. trailing in the wind. Um, but, yes, so as as I wrote in the piece, you know, it was literally a perfect day. It was no one was pushing him. We were gently cantering over cross rails. 
the sun was shining, you know, everything. There was no wind. It was just a perfect, beautiful day. It was an amazing lesson. Everything went swimmingly, so much so mm-hmm. that the trainer said, oh, let's just do one more. And it's, it's kind of like that that echo in your head where you're all, you feel as though you're tempting fate in hindsight, which is 2020. And, uh-huh. and he just had a complete meltdown. Um, and he actually wound up, he spun, he reared, and he head-butted me. Um, and that's how I, how I unceremoniously hit the ground. Um, uh-huh. And the trainer looked and said, yeah, that shouldn't have happened. There was no, yeah. just no. Um, and then the more experienced head trainer at the facility said, we got to get him checked out immediately. That's not, there, there's no, mm-hmm. he is not, people had mentioned, uh, tried to call him behavioral. Um, he was not behavioral, but he is herd bound. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know what that is, I know Joyce that you do, uh, mm-hmm. but that means mm-hmm. that if a horse ring, he wants to be with that horse. Um mm-hmm. He did have a tendency to be a bit naughty, and he would spin, and he would kind of run in the direction of whichever way the horse was leaving because he did not want to be alone. But right. it, it was not necessarily um, as much of a quote-unquote behavior issue, especially once we realized that we had a diagnosis and that there was actually there was actually a physical reason. And I always knew mm-hmm. there was a physical reason because I always said, this horse is not trying to harm me. I know that he's not. Mm-hmm. Whatever he's done mm-hmm. has preservation of me. Yes. Oh. Oh, and that is so beautiful that you had that communication with him because I'm, I see that too with my horses. I mean, I can, I can just feel it. If they are not acting right, bothering them. Something is just not quite right. They are hurting somewhere. And it's always been. It may be something something within their back is out or something like with my mare. I can tell with her ligament when it bothers her. And just you're in tune with them. So you knew that something was not right. And do you ever... Look at it that, and I know, I believe you said this in your writing, that what did he save me from by doing what he did that day? By having me come off and realize something was wrong. Do you feel in your heart that he saved you from something even that could have been more painful for both of you by doing what he did that day? I do. I do. Yeah. Fundamentally, um, I believe that had we continued showing, had we, because the first two fall, I will say it was cumulative for me physically with the falls and, and my neck injury continued to become a bit worse now as I'm getting older. Um, I no mm-hmm. longer jump at all. I'm transitioning to dressage, as we say. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... I will say that I I truly believe I and what I will share to that end is I had offers when we were in LA. Um we were actually there during the Malibu fires um mm-hmm. and evacuated Tanga Canyon and when we were at a showgrounds um in a safe space I had people say, "Oh my gosh, look at that horse and you know, what does he do?" and I said, "Well, he's retired." And they said, "Well, why?" and I would give the brief 
you know, once over and they would say, well, but he could still do this or he could still do that. And I said, he could, sure, but he won't because Mm -hmm. I won't let that happen because Mm -hmm. any sort of work in that way will erode his spinal cord and will kill him faster. And I won't allow that to happen for him or he will harm himself or someone else. Um, Mm -hmm. And in good conscience, I would never have allowed that to happen. I still won't. Um, I miss I miss riding him more than anything. Um, he was beautiful. He is beautiful, um, but he was just magnificent. Um, and told un un how do I put this? I was told unofficially that could you still ride him as like a loose rein pleasure horse? Sure, as long as you don't uh, put pressure on him, you can. But is it worth it? Is it worth the risk to him? And is it worth the risk to me um, when he is about as happy as a clam doing exactly what he does and being turned out with a very rotund pony for a pasture mate? Um, and he's just living his best life. Oh, and oh that it is. It would be so interrupt that. Yes. Oh, that is so beautiful. Well, in your writing, you put towards the end, and I just love this. Simply being with a horse is my real dream, and it always has been. And you're living proof of that, the way you're taking care of Axel now. And, yeah, maybe he could do some light riding, but why risk it? You two have a beautiful relationship right now, and he knows that. He knows, too, that you are there just to let him be him and that you two can spend time together just being present with each other and just sharing with each other just the love that you two have in your hearts and that's that is what's so beautiful because I can feel that I I mean I'm getting chills as I'm saying it because I can just feel the energy that comes from you that that love is so deep between the two of you that neither one of you would do anything to truly harm the other and that is that is true love. That's unconditional love. It's true. Oh. It's true, and I'm oh. honored that pick up on that. Um, he is every time I, I go and see him, he just he looks up, he comes trotting, meandering, whatever <laughs> whatever mood takes him, and comes right on <laughs> over. And you know, he's just. He's my baby. He's my he's my angel. He's my savior. He I was going through a very dark period when I found him and he's been my rock through mm-hmm. everything. He he's your angel that came to you and he's there to take care of you just like you're taking care of him now. And that is that is to me what is so beautiful too. Oh, I just love it. I love it. I told myself yeah. I wasn't gonna on this one, Joyce. On <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Well, this show has gone so very quickly, which I knew it would. I when we start talking horses, I you and I could talk for hours about it. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> what is a final or a golden nugget? that you would like to leave with our listeners today that you have learned from after the fall? So 
I think the most important thing is always to be grateful for for what you have. And I don't like to use the word what, but it was a very um, upsetting call when I, you know, woke up to speak with the surgeon and found out that he had, you know, you don't know. It's like any any time you're waiting from test results from a doctor and you're just living in that limbo and it's it's just soul crushing for those days or hours, however long it might be. And when you get the worst possible news in theory, um, obviously if he he's still with us, so that's that's the beauty in it. But mm-hmm. it was a very I mean, my soul was crushed in that moment when I found out that I couldn't ride him anymore because he had been Nothing changed, quote unquote, right? Nothing had happened. There was no accident other than me falling off, but he hadn't crashed into anything, hurt himself. He was, in theory, the same horse that I had been riding all up to that point. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's the knowledge that turns everything upside down, Um, but he's okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I'm riding again. And and he's happy and relatively healthy, and I'm relatively healthy. And to be grateful, as I am now in neck traction, I'm not able to ride for a couple months. Um, but even that, appreciating that something is temporary, hopefully, and mm-hmm. that you can do other things and appreciate what you have, appreciate where you are, appreciate that that he's there, that I can go lay hands on him, I can groom him, I can hose him off, I can give him cookies, I can hand graze him, you know, we can walk around the field together and be Mm -hmm. with each other, and he's here, and he's present, and so am I. Um, And how horses we lost that over over the years, is there anything so heartbreaking? And... I didn't lose him, knock on wood. Um, so can wiggle all my fingers, like I said, and wiggle all my toes, and how much of a boy is that? Oh, yes. Oh, Gia, that is that is just beautiful. I love it because just be grateful for what you have. And like you said, be grateful for that present moment that you can still spend time with Axel and he can spend time with you because in my heart I know he's as thankful as you are that he still has you and is able to spend that time with you in whatever way it is, whether it's him, you grooming him or just standing there beside him. You're just sharing space. And that is, oh, that is just beautiful. What a beautiful, beautiful golden nugget you left with our listeners today. Thank you so much. And I have to ask before we close this show, I would love to have you back on because I know there's so much more that we can talk about and share because you do yoga also as an instructor, and I would love to have you on to share with our listeners about that also. So uh, would you be willing to come back on the Robust Lifestyle Show again? Joyce with bells on. I would be honored. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you are so welcome. Awesome, awesome. I am so excited. Well, I want to wish you and Axel an absolutely magical day, and thank you so much until Next time you're on my show. Joyce, thank you. It is and has been a pleasure. 
to converse with you on any and every matter, and I can't wait for us to be able to do it again. Oh, oh, you are so welcome, and the feelings are the same. Thank you again. <laughs> thank you. And I, You are welcome. And I would like to thank all of our listeners for listening for, to this absolutely amazing, amazing show with our incredible diva, Gia Raquel. And remember, she said she will be back on. We will schedule another one in June, so stay tuned for that. Be sure and share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on DivasThatCare.com. And remember what she said, stop and be grateful for what you have in this very present moment and enjoy it. So I wish to all of you a magical day. Remember, be kind to all and give your animals a great big extra hug and share your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.